0: The Stage Left podcast.
1: What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Oh, put it up to a 11. Watch. Exactly.
0: You're all access pass to local bands. My
1: girlfriend's in there. Hey, a lot of people's girlfriends are in there.
0: Get behind the scenes with concert recaps, album reviews, guest interviews, and more. Uh, yeah, I have a question. When did you turn into a nut bar? It's all right here at xrock.com first things first, you guys are actually the first band to be on this thing. So thank you for that. It means a lot to me because personally, I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but I used to do the concerts at Boise State. I was the concert coordinator back in like 2003. You know, Bo, I remember you from Erupt Edge, yep, yep. Jeremy with Subvert. And so, you know, it's just been a long history of me kind of in the local scene here and seeing you guys all together again and back on the map. It's just really cool to be a part of this. So how did you guys, how did this happen? how did you guys all get together?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having us, Randy. We all kind of grew up in the Boise scene playing together uh, in different projects. Uh, You mentioned uh, Bo and Abrupt Edge, Jeremy and Subvert. I played in Organic for a while. I actually played in Abrupt Edge for a couple years, uh, joined those guys. About the time I left left Abrupt Edge, uh, we took a couple months off and uh, Bo and I were playing in another project. We just had a bunch of free time on our hands. Music just started flowing. I mean, it it all happened very organically. Before we knew it, we had, you know, eight or nine songs and we're like, what are we going to do with this? And, uh, you know, Jeremy was actually the first person on our list like we want to bring him on to help us develop the songs further you know we really wanted to get together a group of guys that all had kind of a similar idea about what we wanted to do with music that it was going to be you know a labor of love that we were all there you know because of the music first first and foremost that we were passionate about that and and i think uh I think we succeeded in that.
0: then so. I was talking to, to Brian a little bit, too, and he said he's kind of new to the music scene here. Yeah. But uh, I've known his mom for like five years, too, yep. so there's kind of a connection there as well. As far as musically, what are, what are some of your guys' influences? Just we'll go around the horn here.
1: I'd have to say Deftones uh, refused. Yeah, it's kind of a wide wide range. You know, um, I like all different types of music. Uh, you know, was hugely influenced by like Three Eleven, Rage Against the Machine, a lot of the '90s uh, rock type stuff, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but then a lot of the newer, uh, more modern or progressive metal uh, animals as leaders, between the Barry to me, uh, Periphery intervals
2: intervals i i'm kind of the same thing you know I, I i loved incubus um 311 you know those late 90s early 2000s bands and then and then just you know i'm always a fan of new music you know any any anything new i'm i'm gobbling it up <laughs>
1: I know Brian too has a lot of uh, like the classic rock influence, um, yeah. and and I'm I'm kind of on the bo- uh, same page with him on that. You know, I grew up yep. listening to Led Zeppelin and yep. and uh, the Doors and Beatles and Hendrix,
0: and it's kind of hard to put like with your music to put a finger on it because there's you can hear a lot of that influence in it, but it's just it's something completely different. It's faded, Leroy. Yeah. Who's who's Leroy, and, and how do you, how's how come he's faded?
2: Uh, well, you know, Leroy is a uh, a couple uh, I don't know a couple characters from my past. that's not specifically named Leroy, but uh, just the name. Kind of came about to me one day, and you know sometimes we all have memories that you know you just kind of want to move on from and uh, yeah, so it's faded Leroy you know it's just kind of a kind of a, a person in my mind, and it's just the memories are fading from that and moving on to something new.
1: he also is kind of the person in the shadows you know he's the, he's yeah. the, he's the person everybody overlooks the guy high school. It's not popular that, exactly, you know, everybody forgets about him. They, they don't pay him any attention. Yeah. I hear
0: you. That's me at the radio station. Oh, that's it's a guy on the weekends. <laughs> Who's that guy? So speaking of the local music scene here, it's been kind of cool to see how it's evolved from what we've all been a part of back in the day, like early 2000s, late nineties to now, um, and how it's kind of taken off. And of course, Gary at the knitting factory, really being on board with the local scene and kind of yep. pushing it a step further, or multiple steps further. I would yep. say, what does it mean to you guys to be a part of the scene here specifically? Well, first and foremost, it's
1: great because uh, you know, like all the bands are pretty tight and for the most part, everybody's supporting one another. So, you know, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of like friendly competition and stuff, but it's not there's it's not cutthroat like you find in some other cities, which is really cool. And uh, so it makes the shows a lot more fun because you're going to show up, you're going to play with your friends, and you're going to know everybody's going to support each other and you don't have to worry about people trying to get in on your stuff. Um, yeah, And on top of that, to have both uh, you guys here at the radio station and uh, everybody at the the Knitting Factory uh, supporting local music and really like going out of their way to help the local scene it means a great deal it
0: means a lot to us and it's you know and like you said it's it's like a family everybody definitely supports yep. each other i've seen the camaraderie with all the bands you know just they're for each other Even if they're not playing the show they go to the shows to watch and, and support it and share it and it's, it's great so we can move on to the, the album of course uh, have hope first of all where can we find it it's available
1: on our website um you can order it on our website or you can do the digital download thing it's uh gonna be on itunes shortly it's available on amazon cd baby all those places online will be available at record exchange this week but yeah best place for us for you to get is come to our website go to fadedleroy.com and uh, check it out
0: this was recorded with jason at tonic room correct yep and mm-hmm. how how was that process for you guys in the studio
1: uh it's it's great um i've actually known jason for quite a while you know i've kind of moon, moonlighted over there at the studio uh, from time to time doing a little bit of engineering and editing and stuff for those guys. So uh, Jason and I have a have a pretty good relationship and we did our first record there with those guys. So yeah, you know, over the last like four or five years, we've really developed a good relationship with those guys. And, and to be honest, it's pretty, pretty effortless. We did some pre-production meetings before Have Hope and uh, really kind of talked to Jason about, you know, how we wanted to push this album a little bit uh, further than what we did with the first album. You know, that that We wanted it to be a little bit heavier and have a little bit more uh, dynamics. And, um, you know, he's really open to that, you know, and... So, what's your favorite song if you have to pick one off of the new album? All of them. <laughs> yeah, my personal favorite, uh, just on the first couple listens, was uh, "Buried Alive," and it, uh, yeah, just the dynamics of it. Um, I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, "Buried Alive's probably my favorite, just the way it flows. Um, kind of takes you on a little trip, a little six-minute trip.
0: Yeah, the whole yeah. album kind of does that too. I, you know, just listening to it, I've had it in my car ever since you know I got it, and it's uh, it goes from one point where it's just nice melodic chorus to Boom! You know, full up in your face, Jeremy going at it. It's just crazy. It's just go back and forth. It's crazy. The whole thing is not nonstop. Kind of keeps you on the on your toes a little bit. Well, and that's kind of how
1: life is, really. You know, and that's that's part of the thing about Faded Leroy is that we're. You know, we're kind of trying to encompass all all the things that life throws at you. You know, it's not just the negative emotions; it's not just you know the the anger, the fear, frustration, pain. It's also positive emotions like love too, and and those types of things. So, I mean, that's kind of that's
0: kind of what our journey is about, I guess. Yeah,
2: totally.
0: And is the name Have Hope? Is that kind of a response to kind of the current state of, I guess, the world right now? Or is that just a general statement? It's, uh, you know, I mean, there's
1: definitely no shortage of, uh, and I don't know if it's, you know, the way that uh, um, technology has grown and the media has grown, but there's definitely no shortage of, uh, you know, negative imagery out there. I mean, you can look anywhere and find pain and suffering. And for us, the music has always been an outlet for that, you know, to kind of get out whatever our uh, collective share of that is. But we never wanted to focus on just the negative stuff. We want to be able to, like, transmute that into something positive. So... I think that's where the the album title
0: came from. The album itself looks great. I mean, the artwork is fantastic. The packaging. How did you uh, decide on the art? It looks like it's you know a lot of traditional tattoo style artwork. (laughs) I
1: I wish we could take credit for that, but really, uh, we have a good friend. His name's Jeremy Webster. Uh, He he also did all the uh, graphics and design for our first record. Um, But with this one, we kind of just uh, we gave him the tracks and told him the album title and just said, you know what, man, just run with it. And uh, he's one of those guys that's very into tune to uh whatever's happening happening in the universe at the moment and he just he knocked it out of the park so
0: the live show let's talk about that for a minute first of all great show the other night um, well, everybody thanks. I talked to either before you know during or after the show I mean their eyes were pretty big and they were just you know blown away by what you guys did on stage and the, the energy is the thing that caught me and I, I kept trying to take a picture of Brian's side stage night but they're all blurry because he's moving <laughs> around so damn much I couldn't get a picture of him how do you prepare for something like that I mean as far as rehearsals go
1: well we rehearse religiously whether whether we have uh, upcoming shows or not and that that's kind of again that goes back to like when we were forming the band we wanted a group of guys that where the music came first so we're down there playing because it's important to us and it it does something for us whether or not we have shows coming up so you know we rehearse religiously and that's that's a big part of it we tend to rehearse like we perform so yeah just comes easy when
0: we get on stage so is there any nerves up there because for me i've never been on stage as a band i go up there to introduce bands and i'm nervous as hell every time i do it just for two seconds that i'm up there so I mean, is that you know transfer over to you guys is there any kind of nerves at all
2: i i would say a little bit there you know even i mean we've all been doing this for a long time but uh i for me personally it's there is a little bit right before but the minute the minute i'm behind that drum kit and playing it's all gone and it's just about the show
1: yeah i mean once once i walk on stage it's all there's there's none of that anymore but i could i mean i could tell you like the first show i played my hand was 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 shaking so bad i couldn't strum my guitar you know and i think just over over time you you know you develop the experience and you know just gets easier
0: is there any kind of especially for vocals you know jeremy how do you how do you dig so deep for the way that you that you do what you do (laughs) (laughs)
1: um just years of practice um i started out trying to mimic chino moreno and uh just kind of developed into something that was my own yeah, I worked with a vocal coach for a couple of years to try to figure out where to project my voice from, and that helped out tons, and then uh, just a lot of lemon juice.
0: <laughs> I was really excited when I saw you guys all together, and then, you know, you were going to be the front man for that. I was like, oh, wow, this is putting together a lot of my favorite local influences and bands into one package, and it's kind of like an awesome super group, if nice. you will. Oh, thanks. Whose idea was it to, uh, to do the Fate of Leroy diaper? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Jason Ringelstetter. Yeah, you know we uh, when we were working on the production
1: for our first uh, record, we were taking a break, and Jason was just going going on and on about how uh, we had just uh, put in some of the 808 hits on the record, and he's like, "Man, people are people are gonna th- their pants," you know, and uh, that was that was the whole thing. We're like, "Well, when people if people are gonna th- their pants when they listen to this record, we should have fade Leroy diaper," <laughs> and uh, it was just one of those bad jokes that turned into
0: <laughs> something. <laughs> Yeah, I was blown away when I walked over to the merch booth and saw, because in all the years of going to shows and being around bands and seeing merch and everything, I've never seen that in my life. That's, a, that's an absolute <laughs> first. So as far as where, where can we find you, and social media and all that kind of stuff, if you want to plug anything you guys have, what's, what's out there?
1: Well, again, uh, the, the best place to go is uh, fadedleroy.com. Um, but, we're, of course, we're also on Facebook, Reverb Nation, and uh, SoundCloud. Um, we're also on Spotify now.
0: And if you could say one thing about the album just one thing if you're trying to to sell it to somebody what what would that be
1: dynamic that's what i'd say is get ready to go on a journey you're going to go through the highs and lows and again you know we kind of wanted to mimic kind of what life throws at you you know some days you got a good day some days you're gonna have bad days you know some days you're just getting pummeled under the chaos of life and then uh, other days you got all this room to breathe and that's kind of what that's kind of what the album does for me anyways so
0: Well, it's awesome, man. Thank you guys for putting that out there. You know, it's a phenomenal record, and I think it, people need to hear it, absolutely, first and foremost. And then you come see you guys at a damn live show. <laughs> um, is there anything coming up to catch you at?
1: We are playing um, Rock the Lot number 2, June 17th uh, at the Monkey Biz in Nampa. Uh, it's an all-day festival put on by the Rock the Mountain and Holton Productions. And uh, we're going to be playing outside, so it's all ages. So we definitely encourage you guys to come out and hang out with us.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and doing this. Like I said, it means a lot to me that you're here. Check out Fataleroid.com for updates on the band, show info, music info, merch. Everything's right there. Um, That's a good starting point. Again, you guys are fantastic, and thanks for being part of the local music scene, man.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, Randy. We really appreciate it, man.
0: Thank
2: you.